0: welcome to the doubt every thought podcast showing you the simple way of returning to god through forgiveness prayer and doubting every thought if you're looking for peace in life and want to know what god really is about you've come to the right spot i wish you well and let's get this episode started okay and we are live welcome to episode number 10 the beta cycle of thoughts and feelings you know welcome just to the doubt every thought podcast where we talk about how to be born again and have peace in your life you know my name's Jacob I'm the creator and host of the podcast like I said this title episode 10 the beta cycles of thoughts and feelings Um, let's see it is the 25th of this month and I'm so thankful that you're here right now Uh, this particular conversation is just going to be me talking to you it's going to be about 30 maybe 40 minutes 45 minutes long and we got a few interesting topics we'll be covering First topic, what doubt every thought is about and the three steps of being born again. Just got to keep on harping at that. Topic two, how the cycle of thoughts and feelings works so you can really understand and learn how to break it. You know, topic three, we're talking about Roy Masters. He's got a great book and I got a few more quotes from there. And of course, the last one is talking about the biblical question that we have from Bond, Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. That's the church I go to. So it should be a good one. So if you're looking for peace in your life, you want to understand forgiveness, how to return to the Kingdom of God, or really just hear my voice talking to you, you came to the right spot. So let's get this started. Okay, so part one, gonna to try to keep this short and simple. For the people who are new, this would be helpful understanding What I'm really talking about here, you know, a lot of people talk about waking up, being a son or daughter of God, and you really wonder what does that actually mean. You know, from my experience, returning to God, it it ain't about you know going to church and doing that hooping and hollering. You know, you listen to the pastor or your mullah or whoever reads that book to you, the Torah. You get the picture. You know, a lot of people too, when they try to find God, they they take psychedelics or they try to quote-unquote find themselves by traveling around the world, and it's all about kind of seeking this external answer for an internal problem. For me, I've always found that what people are really seeking isn't the happiness or not having sadness or contentment. You're actually seeking the opposite of energy, which is peace. It's really just about returning to the kingdom of God, and that's what this podcast is about. It's about to demystify The whole process, because it's actually super easy, it's super clear, and I feel like for most people in life, we've been misled by the steps, and we've had to brainwash ourselves to actually believe that the steps we're doing uh, are the right way. On the other side, when you are a son or daughter of God, it is peaceful. Let me say that again. On the other side, when you have gone through these three simple steps, you actually have peace in your life. You begin to actually have freedom from external expectations, from, you know, the Old Testament, which is all around us. And you really live a life through God. And in reality, it's God living through you. And it sounds pretty amazing, right? I think it does. And I think it's totally worth it. So how do you do it? Three simple steps. Drop the judgment and anger. You know thyself. And you doubt every thought. That's it. You know, that sounds really simple in concept, but what does that actually mean? And I totally agree with you. You know, many times when I went to church, I would try to do the hooping and hollering, try to wake up, but you never really had peace in your life. But if you do these three things, drop the judgment and anger, know yourself and doubt every thought, you will have peace in your life. But what does that actually mean? Well, here we go. Drop that judgment and anger. The thing you do is you go to your mother and father and you forgive them. Now, it sounds kind of interesting, right? you're forgiving your parents but what are you forgiving them for well here's how it kind of works you go to your parents and you say i forgive you for making me resent you and then god will forgive you sounds very counterintuitive a lot of people will say um, you know well what am i forgiving my parents for and then i'll ask you were your parents perfect your answer will probably be nobody's perfect and that's not answering my question you know, your parents probably did something to you that you didn't even realize that they did. They put the sin inside of you. They really brought it out of you. And it wasn't even them doing it. It was just a result of living their past lives, you know, passed down from generation to generation, all the way back to and Eve. So all you're doing is forgiving them for the sin that they projected onto you. And then God will forgive you. Step number two, know yourself or know thyself, as they say. And how do you do that? It's very simple. You do it with something called the silent prayer, and you're not you know, putting your hands together and talking out loud to somebody. All you're really doing is just observing your thoughts. We have a few tutorials on how to do that. There's a few great people who actually have done this before me. The last thing, which I think is the most important one, hence the name of the podcast, is to doubt every thought. And what's gonna sound kind of radical here is that your thoughts are not your own. They're coming from somewhere else, and what I'm telling you is that those thoughts are actually coming from Satan. And the whole idea there is you want to detach from your thoughts so you can naturally reattach to your father. Now, once you do all these things, a lot of things will change in your life. You do those three simple steps. You know, you're know, you going to realize that the past isn't real. You know, It's just the imagination. The future isn't real. Again, imagination. And you'll realize thoughts aren't you. You'll also find how most of the world is in this hypnotic state because we're born into sin. Think about that again. We're born into sin. We're perfect, born into sin. And we live our lives in this hypnotic state most of our times. You know, worldly achievements are nice, but again, it's not as nice as the kingdom of God. You know, and you'll realize too that the you who's listening to this podcast right now, who's hearing my voice, you really don't exist. And that it's just the ego that is trying to exist inside you. And you'll find too that actually God can work through you and speak through you. You'll start saying things once you wake up and you'll reflect and say, what the, because it's amazing the things that will come through you in a very positive, positive way, you know, and all the unrighteous things you used to do, you'll slowly stop doing them. The drugs, the addictions, you know, being a slut maker, not having sex out of wedlock, just all those types of things. It'll fall away from you. And then if you're doing everything right, you're really going to have no emotions. And you're going to be a man and woman of God. You know And there's also some um, secret skills too that you'll develop. You'll begin to really see how people are perfect and that they're born into sin and that the sin is not them and that you really see people as two different things. You know again like I said before you'll realize there's really no more you and that it's either Satan acting through you or God acting through you. Really no free will. You'll understand the world much better and you'll have no doubts or concerns. All sounds great, right? All based off those three simple steps. And of course, I wanna recommend you follow two other people. One of them is uh, Roy Masters. You know, He has the Foundation for Human Understanding. It's a uh, YouTube channel uh, that he has, as well as a um, few guided silent prayer videos if you need some guidance there. Uh, another person that I follow, that I recommend you follow, is a guy named Jesse Lee Peterson. He founded a uh, church called Bond, which is Brotherhood Organization, of a new destiny. And its charter is to rebuild the family by rebuilding the man. And he's a talk show host, he's a pastor, counselor, interviewer, he has an entrepreneur academy. Just go to rebuildingtheman.com to learn more. And I think those two people are great references. The whole reason why I mentioned them is that when it comes to returning to the kingdom of God, it's key that you get to know yourself. And what happens is in this journey of finding God again or coming out of the fallen state, many people will misinterpret the signpost, which is the person who's pointing you back to God as being the source of light that you want to follow. So just like Roy, Jesse, myself, and others, we are just signposts on your own spiritual path. You know, we're not the ones that you should stand in front of and worship. We're just pointing you back to God, which is within. The second thing I want to remind you is to take it in one ear and out the other. Don't intellectualize this, again, because your thoughts are going to try to turn it against you. And the last thing, of course, is just to know for yourself. You know, if something doesn't resonate with you, really ponder on it. Don't think about it, just ponder on it with a silent prayer. And it can feel challenging initially, but you really get to know who you are and what really matters. So in this particular podcast, you know, we talk about the actual mechanics of waking up, those three simple steps. We got clips, tips, and videos from others who have already woken up. I've already interviewed a few other great people. I love talking to them about their experiences waking up to kind of you know, tempt you in a positive way, <laughs> tempt you to wake up yourself. And of course, um, talk about what it's like to be on the other side of things. So the whole goal is just to break down this barrier between real life and religious slash spiritual life and bring some spiritual sense to this fallen world. So if that sounds great to you, Go do those three steps Uh, on my website, doubteverythought.com. There's some more details about how to actually do it. So go check it out. And I can't wait to talk to you about part two, the beta cycle of thoughts and feelings. Talk to you soon. Okay, and part two of episode number 10, of the doubt every thought podcast the beta cycle of thoughts and feelings thanks for tuning in i'm jacob again the three simple steps go to your mother and father and forgive them for making you resent them do the silent prayer every morning and night and of course say it with me the name of the podcast doubt every thought you know in this particular section i wanted to talk about this whole cycle that people seem to not realize when it comes to their thoughts And really just how feelings emerge from thoughts build upon each other and cause you to go down this whole cycle. So first thing that comes to mind when I say, so when I talk about thoughts, what comes to mind? It's probably that voice in your head, right? Not the voice in your belly. It's the voice in your head. Second question. When I say feelings, you know, what is that? You know, when I think about feelings, I think about, sensations in the body whether it's happiness or sadness it's like this idealized state where i'm kind of out of my body imagining either the past or the future and it's also something you kind of feel within sometimes it can be like darkness or sadness or light something else but i kind of want to talk about how they're related to each other and how when you begin to doubt every thought by proxy, your feelings are actually going to start to disappear because you'll see how that cycle works. So here we go. The cycle of the fallen state, I call it that beta thought cycle. Here's how it kind of works. You have a thought that comes to mind, right? And you think that it's you. And then you believe that thought, whether it's passive or active. And because you believe that thought, you then manifest it into your body itself and once you begin to feel that feeling whatever it is you have this kind of piling on you know where all of a sudden you feel it more and more you then have more thoughts that are offered to you they then make you feel something more and you get this just cycle right and you feel spiritually out of control and you literally disappear from the present moment where you end up in this righteous indignation you know many times it can happen in the shower too when you have those uh, fake discussions with nobody Because you're talking to yourself, because you're talking to Satan. It's fascinating when this happens. So like, here's an example. Uh, I'm thinking about why I was right two weeks ago about a certain conversation. And then I'll say, yeah, I am right about that. Then all of a sudden, I'll feel this pride. I'll feel this ego, this boost. And after feeling that boost, then I'll begin to believe the other thoughts that are being piled on. You know, it's like, yeah, you were right about this. And this is why you're an awesome person. And I'll say, oh, of course that's true. And then all of a sudden you'll feel all puffed up. And here you are just sitting, watching TV, disappearing from the present moment. You know, and over time, if you keep on doing that, you get this, I call it being put on a pedestal. You raise yourself up and later on you realize you weren't really doing anything. And then that's when you believe the thoughts of saying, oh, you're such a bad person for judging for believing that you're really awesome. And then all of a sudden you feel in a pit. You'll be up and down and up and down. It's fascinating when you have that cycle happen. Isn't it a bummer? You know, and the other thing that happens too in the cycle is once it's happened enough times, you know, I think in psychology they call it unconscious beliefs. At one time it was conscious. You'll eventually get into a state where you will passively believe something. And that you will not even realize that you're choosing to believe it. And then you will just feel the emotions. So instead of like someone offering you a thought and then you believe it, and then you feel the emotions, you won't even see it coming. And you'll be living in this state where all of a sudden you have anger. You know, many times that happens with like road rage, where initially the first time it happens, the thoughts will tell you, you should be angry. This person threatened you. And then you'll agree to it. And then you'll have road rage. But then maybe two years down the road after it's happened a hundred times and you've really built in this whole thought loop, thought feeling loop, the beta cycle, you will just, when someone does something, you will immediately be someone who has road rage, not realizing that you've really built in this automatic response because you're believing your thoughts. You know, imagine a skier going down a perfect slope and they take one particular slope, one direction. Then again, when they come back up, they take the same direction again, and then again, and again, and again, eventually it's going to be ingrained in you and you're going to be believing that this is the only path that can be followed, not even realizing that all that matters is at that initial start, you choose a different path. And that's why I propose here. You know, one thing I want to mention too, is about how this cycle, once it's happened enough times, you will begin to believe in a label. Right. And what I mean by a label, you know, some people will say, oh, I'm an emotional person. Oh, I'm an angry person. Oh, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict. I'm a sex addict. I'm a cheater. I'm a good person. It's believing these thoughts about the label of who you are. And all that does is reinforcing that cycle even more. So even before when those thoughts are being offered to you, you're setting yourself up. Isn't that amazing? And if I were to tell you, hey, maybe there's a different way you could live life, would you kind of uh, kind of be interested in that? You know, when someone were to cut you off, you don't even have this autonomous response? I think it's pretty amazing. So let me kind of give you a different viewpoint. So here it is. Thoughts are not your own. Thoughts are coming from Satan. They are not you. And by thoughts, I mean anything that's above your shoulders, right? Anything that's suggesting things in your head, saying you're right, saying you're wrong, telling you what to do. And all you have to do to break this cycle is to doubt every thought. So when a thought comes in, someone cuts you off. It says, oh, you should feel angry about this. Doubt that thought, right? Be in the present moment. You know, If you've built in this whole cycle of labeling yourself, saying, oh, I'm an alcoholic, and that's why I go and drink a lot, or that's why I can't drink, don't label yourself. Don't believe that thought that tells you this. All that's happening is that you are beginning to break that offer, break that cycle. All that thoughts are is an offer from Satan. He's offering this thought to you to say, hey, you should believe this. And if you do believe it, it's like piercing I guess piercing your soul in a way, where now behind it, all the other thoughts can follow. And because you accepted the first one, you accept the second, you accept the third, and all of a sudden you're angry. All of a sudden you're righteous. All of a sudden you are not in the present moment where God is. Isn't that amazing? And it's something that you don't have to consciously do. Again, it's just those three simple steps. You go and forgive, you do the morning and night prayer, and you doubt every thought. So it sounds very simple. You do those three simple steps, right? Now, over time, you'll slowly work your way out of these things. For some people, it's an instant revelation in a way, where all of a sudden you are doubting every thought and you're living in the present moment. But many other times, you just find yourself disappearing into that cycle of believing your thought, feeling the feeling, and then that cycle just goes to the races. But really, all that matters is that you don't judge yourself When that cycle plays out, just realize that there was a thought that preceded that emotional feeling that you went through and that you weren't able to see it when it first hit you. And as you do the silent prayer and as you do, uh, as you doubt every thought, you'll begin to get this distance from those thoughts. They'll start, you'll start to be able to see them maybe a quarter second before it hits you where the thought will say, you should feel angry about this. And then you believe it. But that's great because you just saw it. And then as you see it more and more and more, you'll see it maybe a second or two before it happens. And then all of a sudden, you'll see it so early and you'll just understand what's happening that you then don't even accept it. You just watch it happen and it just breezes right by you. Kind of like how a log just goes down a river, you watch it pass. You don't focus on it, you just see it kind of go by and it passes on. And of course, you know, as you begin to wake up, all these things are going to begin to burble verbal up into the into the light you know they've been hiding the darkness for most of your life and there's no reason to be concerned the thoughts are going to continue to offer you different types of suggestions you know if you've overcome one thing it'll offer it in a different way you know if it's focused on the seven deadly sins right so if women were your god first it'll stay in your head about women being the most important thing you'll feel all the temptation but if you resist that temptation the devil will flee Then it'll change into something else. It may be about gluttony, maybe about being righteous indignation or having anger. And what's amazing, uh, one thing I want to kind of tell you, is that once you're able to really see it and doubt every thought, you may actually find that Satan will go to other people and try to tempt you through the physical realm. They'll bring women to you. They'll bring opportunities to be more angry. And again, it's just resisting that temptation of believing those offers from Satan. Just doubt every thought. So go and forgive for your resenting your parents, you know, for they didn't know what they did. And do the silent prayer morning and night. And of course, doubt every thought. So that's all I want to talk about here. Again, it's a simple cycle. Satan offers you a thought. You believe it. You then feel it. And it's a feedback loop. Okay. And all you have to do is at the very beginning to doubt every thought. Let's move on to part three where we talk about uh, Roy Masters. And I can't wait to talk to you then. Okay, so part 3, episode 10, we're going to talk about a particular section from a book that I'm really enjoying right now that relates to Doubting Every Thought, kind of the importance of realizing how your emotions, whether they're up or whether they're down, whether they're right, left, wrong, all those sorts of things, you will begin to realize that as you wake up that they're all trying to pull you away from having peace in your life. Uh, In particular, this book from Roy Masters. It's called How Your Mind Can Keep You Well. Uh, It's a great book. I think it's about 10, 20 bucks on Amazon. So I'd totally get it if I were you. If you've already uh, forgiven your parents and you want to learn more about just the forgiveness aspect, go and find it. Uh, In this particular section, it's talking about how the opposites of hate is not like. And it talks a lot about how dealing with our trials and tribulations is the way to go through and return to God. So in this particular section, let me just read it out loud, and then I will give a a few quick comments on it, and then we'll move on to the biblical question. So this is on page 137 from, again, How Your Mind Can Keep You Well. The opposite of hate is not like. The opposite of hate is not hate, which is the impartial absence of emotion. Love is not hate. Also an impartial absence of emotion. The opposite of pain is not pleasure, but rather the joy of righteousness, which comes out of not hating. Joy and the conquest of pain are rooted in patience. This is love. Love, parenthesis, do not respond to parenthesis, your enemy, and do kindness to those who hate you, and quote, turn the other cheek, are simple are simply ways of saying that non-responsiveness is our only true pain reliever, which is salvation. You know, when we allow ourselves to suffer cruelty without the pleasure of hostile reaction, to suffer discomfort without resentment, anger, or impatience, without hating the pain, an entity other and greater than our ego is stressed and replies for us. This reply is a godly pressure of growth in us and into the world about us. It projects a solution for our problems instead of becoming the extension of those problems as was the case with our former reactions this is the proper way of meeting life which if practised daily will also reconcile past error this new manner of living counteracts the reactions of past encounters that were handled inadequately and caused hurt in others to resent persecution and trial is to resent the redeemer for out of tribulation comes first the awareness of our lack then pain which leads to repentance and a new opportunity to live out patience so that was really what i wanted to cover there um, what i found really interesting too is that when he says this reply is a godly pressure of growth in us i totally relate to that and i think a lot of people who wake up will begin to see this that when challenges happen in your life or when obstacles are shown to you if you wait and have patience and love and don't have judgment or don't believe your thoughts A different type of energy will appear at the right time, as always, and it will appear through you. It's not you taking the action, it's actually God acting through you. So again, I highly recommend waking up with those three simple steps, forgiveness, doubting every thought, and doing the morning and night silent prayer, which is just observing those thoughts. And just like Roy is saying here, you may go through this tribulation, you know, you become aware of the lack, then you go through the pain, which leads to repentance but on the other side of that is peace. So again, it's a great book, How Your Mind Can Keep You Well by Roy Masters. Great guy, foundation for human understanding. He's on YouTube. He's actually up in, uh, I think Salem, Oregon still, 92 years old. He's been doing this for over 52 years. What an amazing man. So anyways, that was it for this section. Let's move on to the biblical question. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, so the biblical question on the Doubt Every Thought podcast, episode number 10. My name is Jacob. So the biblical question that I'm talking about here is the one that we get asked every week from Bond, Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. And the whole goal is to rebuild the family by rebuilding the man. Now our pastor, his name is Jesse Lee Peterson. He's an amazing person. He's got a Uh, talk show host that he's a talk show host that does uh monday through friday from 6 a.m to 9 a.m uh he's an actual pastor himself and he does counseling he does guidance just does a lot of different things a lot of different hats and he has an amazing experience in life but what i really find interesting about him is that the questions that he asks us is all about us getting to know ourselves it isn't about finding the right answer it isn't about us agreeing with him about what he's telling us. The whole goal is to have us think for ourselves, not in the Satan thinking way, but to really know thyself, You know, through forgiveness, silent prayer, doubting every thought. So for this particular week, this particular question is the following. Does human rank mean anything to you? Does human rank mean anything to you? You know, when I first heard this, The answer is obvious. Of course not. I mean, yes, in this fallen world, the rank does matter when it comes to the work that you do, the people that you respect, the people that you look up to work-wise. But the whole world is spiritual. It's not physical. And human rank doesn't apply at that stage. And so just because someone is above you managerially doesn't mean that they're better than you, but also doesn't mean that they're worse than you. Just because someone has more money than you, just because someone has more accomplishments than you, doesn't mean a thing when it comes to God. Because we're all really nothing. We all really don't exist. We're all here to bring love through us, well, from God, through us, to the rest of the world. That's the goal. So the rest of it on human rank, it's a tool that we use when it comes to day-by-day, week-by-week actions. And it's helpful when you're in conversation, or it's helpful when you achieve physical material realm things. But in the grand scheme, of course it doesn't matter. We're here for a short time through the grace of God. We're here to bring love into this world You know, from God through us because it's not our love to give. And so when you really begin to see it that way, you'll understand that, yes, it's good to understand the ranking, like where someone is because that will help you in the conversation or the work that you need to get done. But on the real questions of life, of the morals and the guidance and thoughts doesn't matter at all that's my perspective of course now you may have a different perspective as you listen and know for yourself and i would love to hear about it i can't wait to get the website up and running to actually show you and we can talk about this but again the whole goal of these types of questions is to know thyself to really think for yourself not satan's thinking but your own thinking from within so that's it for the podcast Nice and simple. We got four nice sections there. We talked about what the podcast was about, how to actually go and forgive, those three simple steps, right? Forgive your parents and God will forgive you. Do the morning and night silent prayer, which is observing your thoughts. And throughout the day, just doubt every thought. Those are the three simple steps. We talked about that cycle of thoughts leading to emotions and how it just keeps on building and building upon each other. And then if you can resist the temptation of, believing satan's offer of that first thought the rest is history we read a good section from roy master's book which is how your mind can keep you well and how really you begin to realize that you don't exist and good and bad is all relative because you're believing your thoughts again and of course i think the last section was a biblical question which is does human rank mean anything to you thanks so much for listening can't wait to give you another podcast we got episode number 11 it's gonna be a good one and of course i wish you well have a great day